Welcome everyone to my latest episode of my podcast. I have got Leah Turner, who doesn't really need an introduction with me today. <laughs> I do um, on Leah YouTube, Turner. I'm not on YouTube, so. Okay, so for YouTube, she needs an introduction. Leah Turner, LinkedIn trainer, <laughs> is with me today. Um, my friend and the, obviously the best LinkedIn trainer that there is. And I'm so, so pleased and grateful that she's given up some of her precious time today to be on YouTube with me. Um, and we're going to talk all about Leah's journey on LinkedIn because she's never done that before. <laughs> Only a million times. Okay. Um, yeah. So Leah, for anyone who doesn't know, could you just give a little brief introduction as to who you are and what you do, please? Um, so uh, two and a half years ago, I logged on to LinkedIn to try to grow my small business and turns out I was quite good at LinkedIn. And when the pandemic hit, my first business was quite badly affected. So I decided to pivot, that favorite word. And uh, <laughs> I tried out LinkedIn training for someone for free just to see if it was something that I could do. Um, turned out I did it quite well. And then everybody wanted to pay me for LinkedIn training. So I started taking loads and loads of bookings and got so many that I had to put my prices up and then again a couple of months later adding to the package adding resources that I was selling as well and two years on from that um business is absolutely booming I go into corporates and do in-person training um I've sold uh nearly six figures of digital resources as well um I'm going to start working on my second digital course soon and I've also just recently opened a membership community where I'm leveraging my visibility and um and sort of brand on LinkedIn to invite experts from various areas of business to my membership community and they're hosting two per month um it's going unbelievably so far so so good and we're about to open the doors for our second intake so and that's kind of where things are going so yeah, it's been a wild couple of years. It really has. And we will get onto the membership stuff because I'm really excited to hear more about that. Um, it seems like that is absolutely, yeah, like you say, going so well, which is brilliant. So just going back a little bit in time, <laughs> we I remember you on LinkedIn kind of popping up all of a sudden. Um, or I started to see you commenting and stuff like that when you weren't using it so much. What mm made you decide to go onto LinkedIn like there must have been something that made you think I'll start yeah so I started getting those I started noticing those emails you know those emails that you get in someone has been looking at your profile and I had a LinkedIn profile like everyone and I've had it since like when it started but I never used it I never never logged on never looked at it whatsoever but Mm -hmm. then when I was in this mindset of I really want to grow my business because I'm I was at the situation where I was working crazy hours, like 50, 60 hours a week with a small child. And yeah. my son was about to start school the following September. Um, and I wanted to reduce my hours, but I needed to still earn the same amount of money. So I wanted to find more clients, then start um, getting some freelancers in to help me so I could still make some money from them by them using my brand, but work less hours. Um, so that was, and so I got these emails from LinkedIn and was like, ooh, LinkedIn never really thought about that and like logged on, looked at what people were doing and then went, no, this is not for me at all. I do not belong here Um, and logged off. And then I think I got another one and I went, maybe, because I haven't really got any other ideas for marketing with zero budget. 
Um, so that's why I kind of started having a browse around. And then I kind of saw a few people posting things that weren't necessarily what I expected on LinkedIn, like a little bit more laid back mm. and had a few conversations with a few people. And I went, mm, maybe I won't use my logo for my photo anymore. Maybe I'll just be me. But I still yeah. wasn't posting interesting things. I was still trying to be like the corporate version that I thought I should be on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and then I basically just went, fuck it. I'm, <laughs> I may as well have fun with it because yeah. I, I wasn't going to get the traction anyway if I wasn't if I wasn't being myself and I wasn't going to enjoy doing it. So I thought, oh, well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'll just do what I know and yeah. see how it goes. And, and at least if it doesn't go well, I've had fun giving it a shot. And that's what I did. And that's when everything completely changed and my followers started growing and growing and growing and and I realized that actually I've got, I got a good, and, and the clients from my original business were, I think I had 70 clients in the first two months. Wow. And I had a team of five people working with me by that point that I'd all sourced on LinkedIn as well. Wow. Um, yeah. So it, it, it grew really fast. Yeah. And it is just incredible to think like what you've achieved in such a short space of time. And do you think that your kind of need because you were working so many hours and you had a, a young child and you were trying to fit it all in and you thought, do you know what? I need to earn more money, but I can't work any more hours. So do you think that need that you had kind of made you do more on LinkedIn? What I'm trying to say is a lot of people say like, oh, I don't really know where to start. And it's almost like if you don't have a real anything forcing you to, to put yourself out there, you kind of can just put it off. Like, but if, because you had this need to, get more business and support your son and stuff that you just went, you know what, like I'm going to do it. Cause I don't not don't have many other options cause you were really, really busy, but you know, there was a need there. So that I need. Kind of was, out of- so I think that made me get out of my comfort zone a little bit, mm. but actually I was more out of my comfort zone when I was trying to be somebody else than I was just by being myself. Yeah. But I think the, the, the honest truth of it was that I had spent eight years working alone at home yeah even before my son was born and Mm. so when I discovered LinkedIn actually had some people that I could learn from I was a sponge and I just wanted to be involved I wanted to learn from all of the people so I was bopping about in the comment sections having a laugh with people getting to know people learning things along the way and Mm. I think if we're being totally honest it's cured my loneliness because when Mm. you're working from home on your own for that many years as a lone parent because there's no there's no daddy involved here it's just me and my little boy and yeah. it always has been so I'm literally getting up in the morning with a small child at home juggling work around it and I don't I'm not seeing other adults the whole day yeah um quite often even when I dropped into nursery it was like drop into nursery have a quick hello and then I'm back in my house in the same yeah. walls. so suddenly I was getting to network and socialize and actually have a bit of fun have a laugh because I used to work in offices with a group of men and the office banter was probably what I loved most about the job I loved having those interactions and fun so LinkedIn for me that was like getting that back so rather than Mm. you know being in person I was doing that online and I've always been very comfortable socializing online because I did it as a teenager with chat rooms and stuff when I had like insomnia and depression like I'd spend my nights on chat rooms socializing with people and to avoid feeling lonely so LinkedIn cured that for me more than anything else I think Um, and that kept me coming back yeah 
And then obviously when I started getting leads and, and getting money from it, I was like, oh, okay. Actually having <laughs> fun on LinkedIn's pretty good money. So we're going to keep going with this. Yeah. And yeah. And then obviously my confidence has grown and grown and the following has grown and grown. And now yeah. I'm just like, do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with Amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah. And rightly so, rightly so. And you deserve all the amazing things that have happened. Like, I don't know anyone that's worked as hard as you. And, you know, it's easy for people to sit back and see um, what they perceive as success, but don't always see kind of what's gone into it. And, and also what you were doing before LinkedIn even became a thing, you know? So what point did you realize that like LinkedIn had really taken off? Like there um, must have been a moment where you're just like, oh, okay, this is actually a thing now. Like this is quite big, big deal. <laughs> I, I don't really know if there was a moment. I think even now, sometimes I don't really feel like it's real. I mm. think sometimes that it, when the real world and LinkedIn world cross over, it hits home a little bit. I think there yeah. was a moment um, like when I, so there was this, <laughs> this is quite a vulnerable thing to talk about. So last okay. September, I, so all of my family, like loads of my family have birthdays in September, my son, my grandfather, my mum, and it's always a really expensive month. And so this time last year, just, just at the beginning of September last year, I went into the supermarket to buy all the birthday cards, right? And it was a lot of birthday cards. And I used to always check the prices of the birthday cards because I resented having to waste what little money I had on birthday cards because it's just a piece of cardboard right I just phoned yeah um so I went into the shop and I picked a load of cards off chucked them in the trolley and walked off realized what I'd done and burst into tears Mm. because I was like I used to have to check like I wouldn't buy one that was over a pound and I'd buy the you know three for two ones I'd be like otherwise it's going to cost me like 15 quid just for birthday cards and I realized what I'd done and that I hadn't even given it a second thought and it was one of those things that every year I would think oh wasting so much money on birthday yeah. cards and that moment made me go actually like things have completely changed and yeah. I don't have to think about and I know it sounds t- I know there's lots of people who do still have to think about that and I'm yes. I know how lucky I am and, and I'm very grateful but yeah it was those it's little moments like that when I go when my old mindset goes oh you shouldn't really spend on that and then the new mindset goes well why not you can actually afford these things now and then yeah it was in those moments in my life over the last year where I've gone holy crap like this yeah. is all because of a platform that I learned to use well and yeah. I've helped other people to do and now they'll pay me decent money to to show them how and yeah. obviously it's a skill that it's a skill that's come from lots of other skills I've learned over my life and they've just serendipitously all kind of married together and gone you're really good at this this marketing thing yeah. on social media and I've gone wow cool and people yeah pay quite a lot of money for it yeah and rightly so yeah no I love that I love the card story um that should definitely be a post if it hasn't been already I'm sure you've probably already posted that <laughs> I don't think that one has been so there you go no, there we go there's a post um people are asking questions by the way anyone who's got a question for Leah please put them in the chat box um because we will get to those at the end of the podcast um but people are saying like compliments for you for being authentic um and how fast it happened and amazing what an email like that an email started this journey um and someone said uh, Steve has said when he started working with you, realize how hard you work and you deserve everything you get, and none of this is luck. Ah, oh, oh, that's lovely. Okay, that's true. Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, any questions you've got for Leah, pop them in and we'll we'll get to them at the end. Um so 
so yeah so the the card moments a lovely story and, and I love that um I think that when you haven't come from money you have an appreciation for it and for things you know that you you maybe didn't have before certainly I do I know that again people might see that like I have a nice car and blah blah, blah but then like I'm you know I still have memories of like the struggles we went through as as children and growing up you know not having any money single mum yeah. you know there's only a mum around and single parent family and all that kind of stuff so you know it's um you have an appreciation of it don't you that yeah it's like every time I, I I managed to buy a house and I never in my life thought I would be able to afford to buy a home and every single time I walk into my home I go I can't believe I can't believe I got a house like and it's this every, and it hasn't stopped I've lived in this house for three months now and still every time I walk into the porch and unlock my front door and walk into the porch and I absolutely love my porch it's just so like homely and warm yeah. especially when it's sunny and I just go I can't believe this is mine yeah and it just it literally fills me up and I just want to cry because yeah. I'm just like never in my life believed it would ever happen and now I get to walk into a beautiful home and yeah. um and know that I'm you know working hard to be able to do it up and turn it into a beautiful family home for us and it just like those moments haven't ceased yet and I, I don't know if they ever will no you can't spend 35 years in one mindset and then that just mm. go away overnight it's going to take a while to adjust um, yeah yeah it's um it's funny I should screenshot some of our texts from like a couple of years ago our whatsapps like because I remember you talking about like oh I'd love to be able to buy my own home and like um if I save up you know and, and I remember you like saving all your money and you weren't you, you were just sensible with your money and you were like if I save up like maybe this time next year I'll be able to or like for a couple of years if I save my money and then I think it was something like six months later you were like got enough money for a deposit because like you just worked so hard and everyone just wanted to like throw their money at you uh for your LinkedIn training and stuff yeah. which has now stopped am I right you you've stopped the one-to-one stuff so, now like yeah I'm not offering one-to-ones yeah um that was a hard decision because I mm. love doing one-to-ones like genuinely love doing them um mm. but they're quite creatively draining and they take up a lot of energy because there's you know two hours of training with somebody and I want to learn all about them and then I'm creating resources specifically for them and I'm fielding questions from them and guiding them through before we have our follow-up session so it's it's quite intensive like I enjoy it but I'm doing you know one a week so over the space of eight weeks I'm dealing with eight people per week that all need sort of insight and support um and that's on top of my community and that's on top of fielding inquiries for corporate training and group training and being a mum and running yeah. a household yeah and that um, yeah and so it was just it's a it's quite difficult because I'm like oh my god my income's gonna drop and no one's gonna want to work with me anymore but um I'm still offering group training and I'm still offering corporate training and I'll probably try and set up doing webinars every six months or so instead um, yes but with but yeah the one-to-ones have they've sold out now and I'm not um I think my last one's in October um oh. and then I won't be doing any more which feels like oh gosh I posted about it on LinkedIn I was like it's the end of I the know. and it it's funny like it. I remember when you started doing the one-to-ones and it was a brand new thing and you were like oh I'm just gonna see like if anyone sort of, you know, if anyone wants to pay me for that, or like, if I could do that as a, I really feel like I could do it. I was like, you could definitely like do it. Ago. Yeah. And now it's like, you've kind of gone full circle and now you should stop the training. <laughs> so if anyone, cause there's going to be a lot of people that are going to watch this recording as well. Cause it's obviously will stay on YouTube. Anyone yeah. who's like, Oh God, like I can't get Leah on a one-to-one anymore. So you have lots of other resources and other things yeah. to tell people 
if they want Leah's knowledge on LinkedIn, how do they get it? So they can join the group training sessions. And so okay. I have up to eight people once a month, might be up in those to twice a month, um, but eight up to eight people. And that's a two hour group training session with a load of resources that they get as well. Okay. Um, they can still hire me for corporate gigs. So if they've got like a team that they want to want trained, I do online or in-person training for that. Okay. Um, I've got a digital course called Making LinkedIn Simple, which is amazing, especially if you're right at the beginning of your journey or you're kind of early, early on and you're just not really sure about your direction or how to really use the platform. That's like fantastic. Um, but I think the best, the best value anyone can get now is mm. joining my membership community yes. because yeah, people yeah. have access to me whenever they need to. And I go in every single day and try to answer all the questions that people have put in. I do a LinkedIn clinic in there every month. So people, if they can't make the live session, they can add their questions in one of the Slack channels and I will do profile reviews. I do headline overhauls. I rip apart their about sections. I make recommendations on their brand. I'll go over content that performed really well or didn't and and explain why it's not done well. So I'm giving away so much information and people are getting what I give away in my one-to-ones in these LinkedIn clinics. Yes. But they're only paying like 500 pounds a year or 50 pounds a month. And they get two masterclasses from experts every month and content ideas every month Mm -hmm. so they're sorted on content ideas um and we've got loads of discounts as well so loads of other professionals loads of resources um you know you get discount on your mortgage mortgage arrangement you get discounts on video courses and um mindset courses and all sorts of things um Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm using my influence to leverage uh discounts and promotions and things like that for yeah. my clients and I'm not taking affiliate fees on any of these they're like do you want an affiliate I'm like no I want the discount yes. I want the discount for my members for my members yeah yeah so I'm making I'm making money on the membership fee right that, of course. that's yeah. that's great for me but it's yes. a low membership fee for what they get it's it's kind of crazy low um at 50 pounds a month like that wouldn't even get you a ma- one masterclass with one of the, these experts no at all it's, it's yeah it's an absolute no-brainer like yeah, it's so much fun. But it's deliberately placed at that because I want to help people at the very beginning of their business journey. Of course. Not, pe- yeah, not, yeah. Even, not even people who've made that jump yet. If they're still an yes. employee, £50 a month is affordable. If yeah. you're self-employed, it's tax deductible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I could have gone premium, but yes. I wanted to make it affordable and I want it to be a big supportive community, not just only if you're, if they're already having that business success. Yeah, like they're not going to need me as much. It's the people at the bottom that need more help and want to lift yeah. each other. So that yeah. was the goal for it. It wasn't about um, the the way I can make the most money. It was about the way I can make the most impact because yeah. that's always been what's driven me. Is the more impact I can make, the more money flows to me anyway. But it's always been focused on the impact rather than the finances. And then yes because I love making an impact I enjoy doing it so I do it more which makes more money so I followed the joy rather than yeah. the cash rather than the, the money yeah. yeah and the money will come and the people will come and that's the thing you know if you show up enough um and you know I have this true belief that like if you are nice to people and you're good at what you do like you always have customers like that's yeah kind of what I've always said like just work hard and be nice to people and you know it, it does work <laughs> like you know yeah, people, it does. people gravitate towards you um if you are giving them something that might be entertainment it might be education you know training anything if you're providing something and you're nice to people 
um, then I think it all comes back around. And it people, it comes people are drawn place. to positive energy. That's what it is, yeah. essentially, because it's a dark old world. So if you're bringing um, like positive energy into that, into their orbit, they want to be near it. Yeah. We don't want any neggy uh, vibes of any we get kind. enough of those. We do get enough of those. We do. Which actually leads me on to my next question. Oh, and thank you for the questions people are asking, by the way. I will get to them at the end. Um, make sure you pop them in the chat box. So what is the worst thing about LinkedIn for you? Um, I think it's very demanding on time and energy, which can be quite overwhelming when when business is really busy it can be really overwhelming trying to keep up with everything because like I do all of my engagement myself my content is all posted by me all of the comments are replied to by me I have a, a VA that helps me keep on top Luke helps keep me keep on top of my inbox so yes. I don't lose leads um, and he redirects podcast requests to forms and and deals with things that he can deal with but the replies are always me and that's a huge amount to deal with on a daily mm. basis um thankfully I type really fast um yeah <laughs> so that's probably, that that's probably the handy. most personally like challenging but obviously like the negativity I'm I'm getting better and better at dealing with it these days it doesn't impact me in the way that I think people would expect it to um yes. but I do find you know sometimes it's just tedious the last couple of weeks have just been toxic as hell on LinkedIn um mm. it's like someone moaning about selfies and then other people moaning about people moaning about selfies and then someone <laughs> posting a picture of a suicidal homeless man yes, like I honestly that. That really blew up. I just yeah. you're just like what is wrong with people and I think mm. I like to exist in my little bubble where everybody's a good nice person yeah and so and I and I liked like I like that little bubble because my community on LinkedIn are very much like that and then you get someone super toxic that will take a really positive post and turn it into something negative and you have mm. to remind yourself that actually it doesn't matter what you do if someone dislikes you they will make everything that you do fit their negative narrative of you it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah. if you're raising money for charity it's oh it's it's you're just doing PR for yourself this is just, yes you're like yeah I'd give up an entire week of work to help raise money for a charity but of course this is all about yeah me of course and what i can yeah. get from it yeah you know, i lost thousands of pounds that week in work that i should have been doing and promoting um you'll always get those people and i think you have to just turn a corner in your mind and let let it go so yeah. now when i post something that goes viral and it starts getting negativity i just turn the notifications off and i go i'm done now and i don't go back to it that's, a, that's yeah that's a really good. really difficult thing that I've learned to do but it really really took me a long time mm. to get to that point where I went I have no need to validate my opinions I've said what I've said and I'm done yes. with saying it I'm not going to argue with idiots so I <laughs> tur turn the notifications off and yeah. allow the post people can just argue amongst themselves I've, I've said my piece and it yeah had the impact that I wanted it to and it attracted the right people to me and and uh, repels the idiots. Yeah, I think, and I think that's a really good way of doing it. I, I sort of do the same thing, or, or mainly always have, but not because of the negativity. I used to turn notifications off just because I can't. They do. I get anxious about loads of notifications. Mm. So, like, it's almost like group WhatsApp. Like, I can't handle them. So, I, I literally, I can't handle them. So, literally, I'm like. They any really LinkedIn do. posts that start to get a few notifications like I literally turn them off of my own posts like within five minutes and then I'm like I, I'll go back and I'll reply to people as much as I can but then I kind of I'm done with it and it was funny because when I did my 
video for YouTube where I review some of my viral posts and, and the negative comments. There were so many I hadn't seen. <laughs> I was like, I don't think this is good for my own mental health. I'm like checking old horrible comments. Yeah, I, I've, I've definitely learned to put some serious boundaries in place yeah. for my own mental health because yeah, yeah. like I have I have people and and this has happened like four times now I've had people literally write suicide notes to me in my DMs talking about how oh, they want to die and voice yeah, messages yeah. I've and seen that. and like I I don't know how I'm supposed to cope with that I even posted no. saying please don't send me that stuff yeah my own mental health can't deal with that and no. Luke this is one of the reasons I have Luke Luke sort of shields me from it a lot of the time mm. but unfortunately he was poorly and so I was dealing with myself that the last time it happened and I was yeah. like I don't really know how best to deal with this because I shouldn't have to deal with this no this is not this is not okay like I want to help people but I'm not a mental health professional and if 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 you're writing suicide note to a random stranger on the internet it's not their responsibility to save your life no that's completely unfair like if they if they want saving they need to contact somebody who can do something I can't I can't do something for somebody who I don't know and isn't anywhere close to me or like without putting myself at risk and I can't put myself at risk because I've got a son so I think it it, those kinds of things where there's a real lack of self-awareness on the internet in general where people don't realize how their um, behaviors impact others and others who don't have any involvement in it like the post about the the homeless man like Mm -hmm. posting something because she wanted to get engagement or whatever her reasons were like well what if his family see that what if someone recognizes him like that's it's not okay but people just they see the gain that they stand to get and they don't think about Mm -hmm. potential consequences and you see it a lot with like men men posting about um women and they're quite like bullying and and side with their comments you just think you don't actually know that how that person is mentally just because of no. what you're seeing you don't know what's going on behind the scenes so no. I, I don't know I just I find that side of it really like the lack of self-awareness the pervy comments the not the oh. gross dms yeah. and people just going that that just complete ignorance mm. and people begging me to support their charity and post about their charity yeah cool but I get a hundred of those a day and if I just yeah. post about charities when I actually really need to support a charity that I'm invested in no one's going to take any notice and I'm going to have dropped off everybody's algorithm yeah, yeah, yeah. but people don't think about that they just think about their own need yes and if you get 30 40 people a week asking you to sponsor their event or post about it I mm. no longer have a brand yeah but they're not thinking about the other people. And I feel like a dick for saying no to so many people, which yeah. is why I have Luke helping me because I'm emotionally invested in all of these things. And he goes, yeah. no, because I've got a couple of charities that I'm really invested in that I do support heavily. And I need to reserve the posts for when they really have impact and, and can create big change rather than making a random post about someone getting them a fiver. And yeah you know I, I yeah. do a big one and I get 40 grand and really change lives yeah yeah exactly and I've you know you and I talk about this from time to time because I get it I'm, I'm sure I don't get it on the same scale that you get it but getting requests to post can you like my post can you share my post like I'm happy to pop a comment on you know if 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 I can and I've got the time or I'm not in the middle of something like I'll comment you know can you comment for reach yeah but then when they're like can you share my post can you write about this can you do a post about that and I'm like no like I you know like I'm trying to you know you've worked hard to get to where we are and you just feel like that it it almost feels like a piss take because they're kind of going 
I want to bypass all the hard work and just jump on the hard work, the platform that you've achieved yeah. rather than do it myself. And I know that that's not how people intend it, but that's how it can no. come across sometimes as saying, yeah. I can't really be asked to put in the effort. So I'm yeah. just going to be cheeky and ask people that have already done the hard work yeah. to promote me instead. And I get people yeah. asking me quite often about like paid promotions. I don't do paid promotions. Mm. I only ever, I only ever post about companies and people that I have personally worked with and have yes. personal experience of how great they are because yeah. it would completely discredit my brand if I was promoting people who are crap at their jobs yeah and I'm and and just because they paid me a fee to do so that it's, it's integrity not, isn't it at the end yeah. of the day yeah and, and I built my entire brand on it and I won't yeah I won't compromise it no I don't blame you and Joe has said Joe um, Tuffle has said, don't forget the 9-11 toxic post. OMG, I'm, I missed the 9-11 post. What was I that about? I don't know that one. No, don't, we don't know that one, Joe. Let, let us know because I'll, I'll have a look. Um, but yeah, and people saying the past week was crazy one and um, the last few weeks have been super toxic. So I'm having a break. That's um, Alistair is having a break. I don't blame yeah, you. Yeah, I, I think often have little have breaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I quite often have little breaks for, um, from, from LinkedIn. Um, Someone has also said, shoot, I feel guilty just sending a message at all. Oh, it's inbox. okay, Jacob. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, it's no, don't, don't, don't feel guilty about it. it. Like, it's not something to feel guilty about. It's just, it's, it's when it's people wanting something all the time. Yeah. It just and, and, it's, and it's always an ask. It's almost always an ask. If people are yeah. like sending me a nice supportive message or something, that's lovely. That lifts me up and keeps me going. Those, yeah. those messages are what I look, turn back to and go, you know, actually this is worth doing. Yeah. But when it's constantly like me, 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 can you like my post? Can you share my post? Can you do this? Can you do that? And there's no awareness of some of them even say, I know you probably get this all the time. The time. But you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I never ever once in my entire life, even right at the very beginning, sent a DM to a stranger and asking them to engage never. in my post to help boost. Never. It. And I'm never. not saying that, you know, that's terrible if people have done it, but I think. It is though. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you've got to think about how often that happens. Oh, and yeah. maybe I'm just being super conscious and like, maybe they're not actually even expecting a response. They're just chancing their luck. But I yeah. do try to respond to all of the DMs that I get, apart from if you're sending me creepy messages, in which case you just get oh. a view and a block. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think as well, Twitter. like, it's almost not so bad for people to send the message like I understand like you said I understand why they're doing it like you know I'm trying to raise money for charity can you share my post right and I get do you know what you've just it was a punt you've gone for it like and I'm not probably not going to because of all the reasons we've said but it's when they get livid that you don't do it that's when I get annoyed because I think okay I don't mind you kind of chancing it chancing your luck because I might turn around and go yeah I'll share your charity post and then it's great because you you've got more money but like when they then get annoyed and like oh you haven't replied and I'm like genuinely struggling to get back to the people that want me to coach them or want to be a smooth accounting client like I'm struggling to just respond to these people that actually want my business so the inappropriate dms the creepy ones the people asking for stuff it's like you know like you said I'll go show I know me the money busy. or fuck off yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> put your money where your mouth is yeah exactly I, yeah I don't mind it but it's when they twist Jerry. it yeah yeah. When they twist it around, like I've had a few of them um, and they'll be really manipulative. So it'll be like, oh, I know you're a big supporter of mental health. So I thought it would be oh, in your interest yeah. to show this. And I'm like, actually, yeah. it's not because I've got something out. And, and, they're, and they're like, oh, well, I thought you supported mental health. And you're like, 
Don't you start gaslighting me. Don't you turn this around on me. I've got I've got a lot of things to do. And your attitude just completely made sure I'll never donate to you. Yeah. Don't speak to me like that. Yeah. But if if they think maybe I think the thing is people often assume I'm stupid and they probably do the same with you. And they think that if they use these manipulative tactics, that it's going to get them their own way or gets them as a big fuck off. Yeah. Just the finger emoji, and that's I hope it. You've got the um, end. an R rating on this YouTube video. Yeah, it's not for kids. It's not for kids. Yeah, Luke's like, we'll have to now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe said it was the one where the person posted about people who were very lucky to be delayed getting to work at the Twin Towers on the day of the 9 11, and just awful for those families who lost loved ones. Well, yeah, that's absolutely awful. And In I just think, like, a little bit of, um, you know, compassion and common sense would tell you not to post something like that. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. uh, I, it baffles me. It genuinely baffles me. I don't think like every I try time to I learn think, not to expect too much from people. Yes. Because if you don't expect too much, you can't be disappointed. But Keep having those... said that, we're, I mean, we're focusing on a lot of negativity, aren't we? I guess. But some of the people that I've met on LinkedIn, yeah, it's funny. including you, have been people that have completely changed my life, who have encouraged me and supported me. And when I've doubted myself, you've gone, you can do this. Why yeah. are you doubting yourself? You've done this and literally built me up. So yeah. there is people, it's, you know, people will lord it yeah. about how well I've done, but I wouldn't have done anywhere near as well as I've done if it weren't for the people that have believed mm-hmm. in me, supported me, offered me guidance, mentoring, um, yeah. shared their knowledge, encouragement, all of those things. And every single person that follows me and has ever engaged with any of my clients content on LinkedIn, every single person has in some yeah. way contributed to where I got to now. And yeah. So despite all the negativity, despite all those people that drive me mad, I wouldn't, the, the amount of positivity and incredible people that are in my life now as a result of LinkedIn is far outweighs any negativity. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't still be on it. Like, no, it's like 90%, I would say is like positives, you yeah. know, and that, cause people go to me, Oh, like, how come you sort of, you know, you've, you've, for years you know you've been there every day and I'm like because like it's just amazing for so many things you know I've got I've made friends um on LinkedIn I've grown my business via LinkedIn I've started new businesses on LinkedIn you know very similar to you um and all of that is incredible do you know what I mean it's like from a platform that is free to use only takes your time like why would you not do it you know and, and the people that um what what one bit of advice I, I suppose would you give someone who is like on the fence and it's like oh I just don't feel like I can do it and I'm not sure and kind of wants to use LinkedIn but it's holding back what have you got to lose mm. like, yeah if literally you don't ever do it nothing is going to change mm. if you do it maybe you won't like it after a few months maybe it won't be for you but if you don't try, you're never going to know. And if I didn't ever think about, if I didn't look at that email and go, hmm, maybe LinkedIn and actually go on and go, well, that guy's a knob, unfollow him. Who's this person I don't recognize? Delete him. Actually, that's quite an interesting post. I'll leave a comment on that. If I hadn't done those initial few steps, and I really very much started with commenting rather than posting. Yes, I, didn't have the confidence. I remember. If yeah. I've never done that, I would not be sitting here in a house that I've purchased for me and my son as a single parent and about to go on a holiday to Bali with my son. And it's not just about the material possessions. I've created security and opportunity for me and my son. I'm not saying, oh, I bought an expensive house and going on an expensive holiday. I'm creating security, which we never had, Mm -hmm. and opportunities 
And I mean, I used to have to save, scrimp and save to be able to afford a two week holiday anywhere. And now I can go, well, we're going away for three weeks to bond because, you know, COVID has been hard. It's been, it's yeah. been really stressful for the last few years. We're going to have some really, really quality time together. And all of the people that I've met, all of the opportunities, all of the amazing things that I've learned, all of that comes back to, I logged into LinkedIn and gave it a shot, even yeah. though I was scared, even though I felt like I didn't belong, even though I had no idea what I was doing. Like now I touch help people who feel like that to get mm. confident with it. Even if it's just my digital course, even if it's just the membership group, there's a huge bunch of people in there that are encouraging one another that do feel like that, that are helping each other to overcome it. Um, and it's a lot easier to do when you've got a group of friendly people that all feel the same sort of same to encourage you. So yeah. like I'm drawing on everything that I've been through to make a place where that people don't have to feel that way and they are willing to give it a shot. But ultimately nothing ever changes. If nothing changes, you've got to mm. do things that aren't necessarily comfortable right now. Yeah so that you can get comfortable with them and you can make those big changes in your life. And LinkedIn has been the number one best investment of time of anything I've ever done. Yeah. And I don't know anyone that has committed to LinkedIn and committed their time and effort to LinkedIn that hasn't seen a benefit. No one, not a person. Like, you know. Especially like solopreneurs, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, I think some employees can struggle to see like financial benefit, but the... But the connections with other people, the networking, the building professional relationships, that, like, I even found my boyfriend on LinkedIn. Don't tell anyone, because no. I don't want people sliding into my DMs. It's okay, we won't tell anyone that. No one's going to watch this. Even my boyfriend is somebody that I met on LinkedIn. And, mm -hmm. you know, all, so many of the really good friendships that I have now are as a result of people who I've worked with, whether I've been their client or they've been mine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, that alone makes it worth it yeah aside from the financial side side of things because I love to be surrounded by people smarter than me who I can learn from and who push me and make me try harder yeah and I was having that exact conversation with a coaching client yesterday and I was saying like I'm just like a sponge and I, I look to people that are doing really well and I'm like what are they doing like I want to learn from them I, I'm very much like teach me so when I first started the accountancy business it was like my peers, I, I surrounded myself with people that had amazing accountancy firms and they were just so kind and helpful. And mm. I, I looked at them and like, what are they doing? And I did that. And now I've got all these coaching clients that are sort of looking to me to help them do the but same. And nice? I'm like, because you're, you know, they, yeah. they put the ladder down for you and now yeah. you're doing the same thing. And you did it for me. You gave me a leg up when I needed it and you gave me encouragement. And like, we can talk about it now. She gave me my first year of accounting free to support me as a as a woman in business she's like I want to elevate women in business and you you did my accounts for the first year for free and like that was the kind of stuff that made me go this it wasn't about the money it was about this is a woman who really believes in my potential yeah. she yeah. sees that I can do the thing that I want to do but I'm a bit scared of but she sees that I can do it and yeah. she's putting her money where her mouth is and saying look you can do this go for it and I was like, go limited. And you were like, oh, I think I'm going to do it in a few months time. And I was like, just do it. Like, just do it. <laughs> but you need those people. And then it's your duty as a good human being for when that come, when you come to be in the position that you can do that, you can lift others. So I've created a membership community at an affordable price. So I can now do that on a big scale and yeah. lift loads of people up at once because I'm like, I've got the ability to do that. And I know a lot of people 
have said, oh, you've done it in the right right um, order, because a lot of people will start a membership community when they're quite like they don't have the the following that I have. Whereas I've mm. gone, well, I'm going to wait till I've got a strong enough brand that I can then really, really create an amazing community. And what yeah. we did, like, yeah, 110 members in the first first yeah, day incredible absolutely is, incredible which was yeah. great and there's so yeah. many that are really involved um yeah and I feel like I'm actually putting that ladder down now but yeah. obviously doing it in a way that because it takes a lot of time it's a big mm. it's a big commitment from me for, for yeah um, and obviously there will be a team um that I build around it as yes. well as it grows but I've had to obviously charge for it. Lots of people do them for free. It's like, well, I, I can't do it for free because it's a no. huge amount of time. Yeah. But I've done it as, as cheap as I can manage it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I've, I've kind of gone on that journey a little bit myself where I was doing, or I am doing the one-to-one coaching, but then I started group coaching because I was like, well, that makes more sense because I can get more people in a, in a session and I can help yeah. more people. And it's less of my time, which means I'm more available to do it. And then that's kind of evolved and I've got more and more people and then it's like actually this can turn into a membership thing because yeah. then I can get more accountants in you know like and the same amount of work but add more and more people so it's just like evolved over yeah. time um, and it makes so, so much more sense because I don't really want to keep exchanging my time for money on a one-to-one basis even though the money's brilliant and it's the same for you like with the one-to-one coaching like it's fantastic money but it's so much energy so it's, it's a very similar thing as I totally get what you're saying. Like the model has to also work for you and your lifestyle. Yes. It's amazing to help people, but it's got to work for you as well. And I think this, this membership group is, is a way of you doing that. It's working for you yeah, as well. as working is. for And it people. means that I can put a team in that get everything automated as much as possible. So that then yeah. I'm more available to be actually in the community. Yes. And answering the questions and getting yeah. people involved and arranging events that we can have and liaising with future masterclass people and building opportunities for them. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's that's where my strength is. And then also free up some time where I can um be a mum and actually yeah. slow yeah, down exactly. a bit. The last couple of years have been so intense. And yeah. and you know, that's I, I've felt like I've not really been doing as much that I've not been as as a present a parent as I probably would like to be so yes that, yeah I'd like to get some time back to be able to do that to do a bit more traveling yeah to, and and also to grow another business I've got some other ideas in my head of other things that I'd like to do but yeah I'm constantly stopping my time for money to keep the wolves from the door mm-hmm. I've got to find ways to make money that don't need me eight hours a day no but can still help people and then I've got more time to go okay well I've got ideas for other things and yes I like to do some consulting work for other businesses um people have suggested that maybe I look at um being a a ned for a couple of companies yeah marketing and that's all interesting to me like I'm like I quite like the idea of doing all of this kind of stuff so we'll see where it takes me but uh, sky's the limit right yeah I couldn't have imagined ever even saying that two years ago oh it's so good and it's so nice to be in a position when you've built an established business that you're kind of financially supporting you that you now have opportunities to do those things like you know I explore new things and see my life and there's no real pressure you know there's no the pressure we put on ourselves to be successful but what I mean is there's no financial pressure like when you've already got a business that's supporting you you know I feel the same I'm like oh I have opportunities now to do other things because smooth's doing its thing and i you know and yeah we'll always be busy because that's the kind of people that we are we just are aren't we yeah we're like what else could we do we need a new challenge all the time (laughs) all the time that's the entrepreneurs in us um (laughs) 
So I'm going to ask you, some, I'm going to say some quick fire words. And I want you to say the first thing that comes into your mind. Okay, so it's going to be quick, quick, quick. I haven't even written these down, so I don't even know what words I'm going to say. And then we'll answer a couple of questions that people have asked. If you've got any questions for Leah, pop them in the chat box, please. We've got a couple in there already. I'll ask them in a second. Okay, are you ready, Leah? Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> Zero did this to me the other day and I was like, oh God. Like, I don't know what to say. You didn't okay, warn right. me about this bit. I know I didn't. I know I didn't. Okay, right. Hang on a second. Okay. LinkedIn. Opportunity. DM. Perverts. <laughs> Money. Freedom. Yes. <laughs> uh, YouTube. Boring. <laughs> no, not, not our channel everyone else is yeah <laughs> um parenting hard holidays happiness and friends um essential uh Love it. <laughs> Very good answers. I'm not impressed with those. <laughs> um, cool. Let's just have a look. I've got a couple of questions. So let me um let me ask you and then we'll round it up and let everyone know how they can get hold of you and get access to your group and all that kind of stuff. So um does Leah consider so this is from Drakenstone Media. I'm really sorry if I said that wrong. Does Leah consider her own person as a brand? You as a brand. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, it's, it's, it wasn't what I set out to achieve when I started on LinkedIn. Don't think I even really knew what a personal brand was, but yes, I, and, and that's something that I am very conscious about having to move away from. If I want to build a business that mm. can grow beyond just me, I can't just yeah. be the brand. And this is why the whole is not named my name. There's no, mm. none of my name in there. It's mm. that the whole is a separate entity that will grow with me. Yeah, but could also grow beyond me. Yeah, definitely. And then also, um, you empower people who need help surviving or changing the old world principles. Will you be able to keep on doing this when business will keep on booming? Yeah, because I'm going to have more time. Yeah, yeah. which is what the group's all team, about. My team will grow, my businesses will grow, but there would always be time for that because that's what I live for. Like the, yeah. the helping other people is. Um, that's the why behind it all. That really. is the why. Yeah, I wouldn't get out of bed if it was. Just, I wouldn't get out of bed and do a job I I don't like just so I could be rich. Mm. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, I, I would. have to love what I'm doing <laughs> and the reasons that I'm doing it for me yeah. to because I don't care about the money. It's like it's nice and it's it's the security for my future and being able to enable Dex to do things that is amazing. Yeah, I love yeah. it. But yeah. I would go back in a second to my life before if I hated what I was doing if you hated and it if, and, yeah. I, and if I wasn't getting the joy and the joy comes from the people that I help that yeah uh, it sounds cheesy as hell but that's true it does she's lying no I'm joking <laughs> um Joe said do you believe in repositioning previous content does she mean repurposing content I think so I think she means that yeah absolutely yeah if you've got a good piece of content why only use it once if yeah. you use it four months later, you've got new followers. It's going to be a different section of your audience that will probably see it. Repurpose it as a, if it was a text post, do it as a video. 
do it as a carousel do it as an image an infographic it doesn't always have to be just the exact same it can be the same idea just positioned as different type of content so absolutely yeah you i'm terrible at that i, I never i literally never do i that, ever. don't very often but if i've written like a great article for a magazine and i'm like that was that was good like i'll turn that into a post and um, I'll take captions that I've put on LinkedIn and add an image and put them on Instagram, for example. Mm-hmm. So I will, I will repurpose content because I've yep. got different audiences in different places yep. and I'll repurpose it for like my company page on LinkedIn as well. Cause it's different. It's not always the same group of people that see each post. Mm, no, definitely. And it, it, it just makes sense. I do need to do it. I just, I don't know why they don't do that. Um, it's cause I don't plan anything. I'm just very much. Uh, I don't plan. Per... I just on the spur of the moment. I'm trying yeah. to, but I'm failing yeah um okay we'll just do um oh well no that that was probably the end of the questions but steve said a bit worried about the dm equals pervert one given i made contact with both of you via this method <laughs> i everyone. met steve in person and i can yeah. confirm he's not a pervert you can confirm you are not in that category steve so don't <laughs> worry um amazing listen thank you so much for giving up your time today because i know how busy you are and i am super grateful um it's been really really fun tell people so where can they get hold of your content how do they get on a waiting list for your halt group and just yeah just tell it we will put it in the description as well but if you can just yeah so if they go to leaturner.co.uk that's leah without the h leaturner.co.uk they can find um the halt they in the drop down on the menu you can find the waiting list for the halt my Mm -hmm. shop all of my other podcasts, media appearances, uh, my group coaching, my corporate coach, everything, everything is on there. Um, yep. And there are also links to my show, socials from there, but just, just Google me. you find Google it. Me. Literally just put <laughs> Leah, probably start just, typing yeah, L and Leah. Leah Turner will come up number one on Google. Like, you don't need the rest <laughs> you of it. Leah just Rainbow the L is enough. Turner, you'll get the, the yes. Daily Mail off, the Daily yeah. Mirror article about me changing my name. Oh, that was so funny. I remember that saga. Amazing. Well, um, we will WhatsApp later, as I'm sure we usually do. But um, thank you again. And thanks to everyone for listening and asking your questions. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And thank you yeah. for having me on. You're welcome. And I'll see everyone soon. See you later. Bye. Bye.